Good morning, Cleveland. This is Pastor C.A. here at Faith Memorial Church in this great city of Cleveland, Tennessee, and you're tuning in to Thinking Out Loud. This morning, I just wanted to go to a passage in Romans in the 12th chapter. And you guys may remember I had shared with you that I had been thinking through what a healthy church looks like. And in this particular passage, I think that we begin to see some of the things that would communicate what a healthy church is. And one of those things is Paul himself. Now, Paul, we know as the great apostle, the one who went on, you know, the three missionary journeys and planted numerous churches and discipled numerous leaders and wrote three quarters of the New Testament, an amazing man of God. But when he wrote the epistle to the Romans, you know, tradition had said that he hadn't been to Rome up to that point, that he was writing or sending an epistle ahead of himself to kind of introduce himself and lay some groundwork so that he wouldn't come in dry, so to speak, that they would know who he was and that they would be expecting him. And really what I think he was doing is I think that he was laying a double foundation. I think that he was laying a foundation on the one hand so that the church at Rome would realize that they're a part of a larger body, the global church, and that maybe they would begin to contribute to the needs of other churches, particularly that of the struggling church in Jerusalem. And then on the other hand, I think that Paul was wanting to use Rome as a launching base for his missionary endeavors into Spain, um, what he hoped to accomplish later on. Now, when he writes this, he is an apostle. He is so named the Apostle of the Gentiles and numbered with the Twelve. I mean, he, it, he has authority in the church. But I really find it interesting in Romans 12, you know, verse 3, he says, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith that God has distributed to each of you. He has the ability because of his position in the church, to just start thundering demands. He could say, I'm an apostle because I'm an apostle. You need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. And even his epistles at that particular time were taken as equivalent with Scripture. I mean, Peter even says as much in his epistles that Paul's letters are difficult to read as it is with all Scripture. So, Paul has the authority, but he doesn't come in thundering his authority. He comes in with humility. And he says, by the grace that's given to me. And the, the word grace and that whole phrase is really communicating that a gift that Paul had received from God. And if you look at the context, he's really talking about the gift of his apostleship, the very office that he holds and the very authority he has is a gift from God. And instead of lording that over them, he's coming as a servant leader and saying that even his position is a gift. And by that gift, by that position, he is earnestly desiring that they would walk in humility. So he is providing an example of humility and then earnestly desiring that they would also walk in humility. And the point of this is is that I think that one of the things that we get so twisted is we think that because we're a good preacher, because we're a good pastor, or because we have money, or because we have a certain position or status in society or in the church, that we, we have to kind of begin to 
lord that over others and we begin to operate in a, a sphere of pride and pride is one of the worst sins because it is a sin that masquerades as religious fervor or religious zeal it's a sin that masquerades as humility or even will try to flaunt itself off as righteous indignation but pride is deceptive and it's wicked and a healthy church cannot have prideful and arrogant leaders in it and I think that that's one of the things that we really, really begin need to pray for is the humility of those that lead in the church. I hate the fact that there have been polls taken and depending on which poll you look at, that there are suggestions that leaders in the church are 85 to 90% more likely to be narcissistic than other members of society. And that is a, an indictment for the way that we have things set up in the church today. So it's my prayer that we could begin to see the spirit of humility wash over the church as a whole. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Thinking Out Loud with Pastor C.A. God bless and have a great day.